I've always, always, always loved that idea of just having a range of knowledge in a bunch of fields, not specifically being identified with one skill or attribute, but sort of like a multi-tool, you mm. know, like the Swiss Army knives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've got like a yeah, screwdriver yeah, yeah. and they've got like a pliers. That's like me, mm. but with like my skills. Jack of all trades. Jacob of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three, two, one, zero. G'day everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Engineering Buzzcast. My name's Jacob and I'm here with my good mate Dan here today to bring you a sort of special introductory episode. So we wanted to do a bit of an introduction about like a little bit about ourselves to give you guys an understanding of who we are before we start interviewing others. We're going to do a bit of an interview, sort of talk to each other, ask a few questions and then we'll, um, yeah, we'll yeah, get right into So you get to know some um, background behind who we are. And um, what we do, hmm. so we're not just a voice behind a microphone. Yeah, exactly. So the first question, Jacob, yep. is, I guess we'll start with, um, you know, what are you studying and what's going on currently for, you know, for you at uni? Yeah. So currently I'm in my third year. Um, third, I'm in my third year of mechanical engineering at Griffith University um, on the Gold Coast, major in mechanical. Uh, but I've also picked up a Bachelor of Aviation in my second year of my engineering degree which means that i'm a first year in aviation but a third year um, in, in engineering so that's what's currently going on for me um, at the moment at uni um, club wise i'm involved in a lot of stuff at the moment so i'm with the creative engineering design group um, the engineers australia i'm the president of the engineers australia student society uh, at griffith yeah yeah what else yeah i mean oh you did a bit of life-saving life-saving club for a little bit um, yeah, I'm involved with myself in uh, the life-saving club as well. Mm. Um, just wanted to get my face out there, meet like-minded people as well. Just because I hadn't actually met anyone in my first and second year that I could be sustainable yeah, friends. COVID with. was a bit of a bit of a killer. Hey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, it's just a bunch of names online on online lectures, so I didn't actually yeah. get to meet anyone um, that well. So yeah, luckily I met a few mates who were very like-minded. I wanted to get ahead in the professional world. Um, and we've worked on a lot of projects so far. We've been able to host our own networking event on campus. Yeah, that was actually really good. Um, go to sign up days, involve students in our clubs and activities. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just been really great doing that so far. And I, I feel like I'm going to be able to use those skills in the future as well. hundred like percent, dude. I've made a lot of good contacts as well that I will be able to use in the future. Um, just to see where they're at with things and yeah. just to catch up and meet up. And I feel like that's what it's all about, really. I mean, you need those contacts just to bounce ideas off each other. And, you know, like, I really feel like that's probably one of the most unforgotten principles in engineering as well, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, Dan, you're pretty much in the same boat as I am. Um, give us a little bit of a rundown of what you're doing at university at the moment. Um, well, personally, I'm doing a... Uh, I'm doing a Bachelor's of Civil Engineering at Griffith as well. I'm currently looking at minoring in Geotechnical Engineering and probably a little bit of Structural. We'll see how things go. I, I like the idea of ma project management mainly though. Uh, I want to definitely go into management someday. Bit of a people person. Um, Club-wise, I'm the president of the Creative Engineering Design Club, like Jacob was talking about before. And I'm also on the team for the uh, Engineers Australia Student Society. Um, I think that's the only clubs I've really been a part of. I've 
yeah, I, I would pretty much, you know, agree with pretty much everything you just said. And we've been, mm. you know, the last year was pretty rough. Last yeah. two years, actually. Just starting with, with like, everything changed once COVID hit. So mm. we actually, I mean, I don't really know what it's like to go to uni without COVID existing. So it's kind of like... Um, being online. Yeah, yeah, being online, like starting online. I mean, I think we had two weeks where we got to meet people before COVID hit or something. So we got to meet a few people and then, you know a year online and now we're back yeah actually doing classes which is you know quite helpful it makes a bit of a difference mm, <laughs> actually mm. going to I feel like there's physically. a really big divide as well between people who prefer it online and prefer it being on campus it's just so well, different so. Yeah. yeah 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 okay um so i want to ask you dan where did you first hear about engineering and what sort of environment did you grow up in that fostered those ideas about engineering and those concepts and ultimately what made you choose engineering in the end I guess, I mean, I grew up homeschooling in Sydney. We moved up about five years ago. I guess engineering, like engineering is just problem solving. That's really what it is. Mm. You, you, you can, you're practicing engineering all throughout life when you solve problems. Mm. Um, I guess, yeah, just growing up, I, I really liked solving problems. It really like, when you actually can solve a problem, for me at least, it, it's really like, it's just a really awesome feeling knowing that you've, improve something or made some like some system faster mm. i really like the the idea of just optimizing systems and making things more you're just improving the way things can be done yeah i think that that's just really cool i guess yeah i guess homeschooling probably played, played a big part in that just growing up i mean it's very different to going to school mm. of um and yeah just sort of guiding my own education and you know doing things that i enjoyed doing mm. um I feel like it would have been a big leap as well going from homeschooling where you don't have that daily interaction with different teachers and different um, staff members and things like that because at home you've only got one teacher and who's that? Oh, yeah, no, exactly. Your mum. Well, we had like, you know, uh, like drama teachers and stuff and we'd see them like once a week but it wasn't like every day sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you come to uni, I guess it'd be a big big step up, a big change. I guess that also foster your engineering um, as Mm. well. So, yeah, where did you first hear about engineering? I think, I mean, honestly, the thing that got me into engineering really was my parents because my mm. dad did, um, he's a software architect. So we, I mean, so he did an IT sort of computer science engineering degree. Um, and he was, he's really like emphasized that that's really changed the way that he thinks. Like just going through that, that course allowed him to think in a different way, you know, focusing on solving problems in a different mm. way and looking like sort of thinking outside the box and stuff. So I think that that's definitely something they encouraged me and my brother to do. Um, and honestly, I had no idea what, what I wanted to do when I finished school. Uh, mm. I pretty much just winged it and was like, yep, all right, I'll try engineering, see what happens. And honestly, I've enjoyed it actually a lot more than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wasn't actually super strong with maths when I was growing up, but getting into it, like when I've been able to actually like enjoy it a bit more, knowing like just actually understanding the content and also with homeschooling it's a lot because it's a lot more self-taught stuff like covid wasn't actually hard for us because we were just homeschooling again yeah <laughs> just doing it at home just doing it online yeah um but yeah no it was pretty it's it was pretty good I, I i definitely enjoy uni i think that engineering is a really good choice for anyone mm. who likes solving problems i mean it's difficult don't get me wrong but sometimes you know you got to do things you don't want to do to get to a point that will ultimately improve your future and stuff like that. So, yeah. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, cool. So is that what made you ultimately choose I think engineering in the, the end? choice, like the, the idea of problem solving and um, hmm. yeah, just improving the world. I think that that's definitely a big part of it. Yeah, definitely. It's really cool. Very rewarding as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. 100%. Um, how about you? What sort of environment did you grow up in? Like where, where did you grow up? How did it affect your choices when it came to engineering and, you know, university and stuff? Yeah, so I grew up in a sort of, I wouldn't call it rural, but I grew up in a rural city uh, of Coffs Harbour, uh, mid-north coast. Um, out there, I was an only child. Um, so my whole life, I've had that opportunity, a little bit of extra time, uh, whereas others wouldn't have with siblings and stuff like that to just find out what I enjoy. And essentially, what I mean by that is growing up, I had a lot of special interests. Um, I was an extreme hobby fanatic, you know, I'd jump from special interest to special interest. I, I still am, even to this day. And, you know, the greatest thing with hobbies, especially growing up, is that you learn a lot about of areas, special interest areas that you wouldn't have known before. And looking back, I look at that and I really respect that now because I've learned so much about things that I wouldn't know about today. And that's just helped me recognize what's around me and the world around me and how I can apply those concepts to what I'm doing. Um, yeah, that's cool, as. And at its core, essentially... All of those things were the essence of engineering, uh, which I would later come to find out. Mm. Um, and then, so where did I first hear about engineering? Well, uh, all through high school, I was involved with the Australian Air Force cadets. I'd go down every Thursday night, um, go see my mates, um, would go off and do camps and things like that. Um, eventually, I got awarded a gliding scholarship. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, a club-awarded gliding scholarship. Uh, later on, got an Air Force-awarded scholarship for powered flight. Um, I'd go down to Bathurst every school holidays. So whilst everyone else uh, went home and played video games on their school holidays or went home and did did something else over the holidays, I would go out <laughs> down to Bathurst, catch a train down by myself or a plane, um, go down there and I would go to Bathurst. Uh, and there's a small Air Force, I wouldn't call it an Air Force base, but an establishment built just for cadets and would go oh, and yeah. take gliders out every single day. That's a, um, that sounds so fun, dude. Over two weeks. And essentially it would run just like the Air Force would with their training gliding. So it was a, it was a very minimalized... Really good of experience. Just in version, of, version of that. Um, and that ultimately led to where I really, really, really enjoyed watching things work um, and come together and how it was improved. So we'd be working on gliders uh, at the end of the day and at the end of the night time, bring them back into the hangar and whatnot. Um, and that's where I first really got my sense of, wow, okay, these are all the skills that I've learned from early childhood. And now I'm finally being able to apply them to something that I like. I've always, always, always loved that idea of just having a range of knowledge in a bunch of fields. So not specifically being identified with one skill or attribute, but sort of like a multi-tool, you mm. know, like the Swiss Army knives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've got like a yeah, screwdriver yeah, yeah. and they've got like a pliers. That's like me, mm. but with my skills. Jack of all trades. Jacob of all trades. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I never really had anything that I could specifically focus on, but I knew, always knew that I had this idea that I liked doing a multitude of things. So yeah, that was a really, really great experience for me, mm. being able to pull gliders apart, see what makes them better, what makes them worse, um, how we yeah, can fix such things. such a good experience. Um, and then I moved up to powered flight, exact same thing again, um, but just on a bigger scale. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, more expensive machines as well. So yeah, ultimately that's where I was like, okay, I really want to make a career out of this. I really, really enjoy doing this. Mm. Um, yeah. Even though I'm doing it for free at the moment, I'd love to get paid for it in the future. Oh yeah, um, that's always. I mean, it'd always be, a bonus. <laughs> it'd be awesome. Yeah, that's always a bonus. So 
Yeah, and then that's where I first sort of thought, okay, look, want to make a career out of this. What can I do to get there? So originally I thought, okay, well, Air Force, I can just go into an Air Force role. Um, mm. That'll probably get me that exposure to it. But I guess that's all I thought as a child, you know, being 17 years old, didn't really know what engineering still even was until I graduated high school, um, got our ATARs back and I was like, oh, well, I can't get into any Sydney unis. I can't get into any Brisbane unis. Um, what am I going to yeah, do um, with myself? I thought, you know, I want to do something that I also enjoy, but I can also apply the skills that I've learned. So my main area of focus has and always will be uh, aviation. It's mm. the field I enjoy the most. So I thought... I looked at engineering and I, I, th- I saw that it was aeronautical engineering and I looked at what it was about, um, what it involved and I was like, you know what, that's exactly what I've been doing my whole early childhood throughout mm. high school and I thought, well, okay, it's only a four-year degree. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, I heard it's the hardest, one of the big three. <laughs> it is. You it know, is up there with law, medical and, yeah, the, yeah. and the third being engineering, mm. you know, the big top three. Stem. So, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm probably likely going to fail over <laughs> and over and over and over again. But I want to make my parents proud. I want to make myself proud. Let's give this thing a shot. If nothing happens, I can just go back um, to part of the process. Or I can just go back to the Air Force and go for a role that's not engineering. So I thought, yeah, let's give it a shot. So I gave it a shot. And yeah, that's where I hear I am today. Got to be comfortable with failure. Yes. That's that's how you... It's always like one step backwards, two steps forwards, you know? Yeah, yeah. Even in my first year, because I've never been that really well off in maths. Mm. Um especially throughout high school, was always uh, the, the lower sort of classes. Mm. So, I've never been really that good at math. Got to engineering and I was like, holy hell, these people are doing calculus in their first <laughs> I know, year. Right? Yeah. And I was no, like, shit, was what big, do I do? A big you jump. Yeah. But you got to force yourself to learn stuff, even, you, like, even if you don't enjoy it sometimes. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Like, mm. yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a big thing in engineering. You just got to, you got to, you know, mm. learn how to teach yourself stuff. Yeah. Even if you don't enjoy it because that's ultimately what will get you through yeah exactly yeah couldn't agree more on that one mm. yeah so i was quite the opposite to everyone else in their first year everyone else came out of high school and they're like oh i can finally apply calculus i can finally apply all these math <laughs> yeah, topics same. that i've learned nah, man. Nah. and i was like what's yeah. calculus i was like see that's sort of the opposite for me and we had a bunch of design courses at the start and i was like i really yeah, yeah. love these designs yeah they were actually really fun they're like really hands-on you get to learn about Thanks, a, Simon. a whole yeah. <laughs> you get to learn about a whole range of things that you never would have known before. And you get to, you know, create a team, target a solution, find the problem, um, and w- work around it. And that's what I love the most. And that's what I've been doing mm. my entire life. So I thought, wow, this is awesome. But then I'd get to the math subjects and it'd be the biggest downer of my life. I'd mm. sit there in my room over the weekends studying calculus, studying maths, thinking, I really hope that this isn't what it's all about. Yeah. You know, like if yeah. this is what it's all about. And I'm not happy doing it. I've got to leave. But yeah. eventually, you find your own rhythm with things. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. And I've become to love it, you know. Yeah. Not not love it, but I've become to respect it. I think respect that's, the I think, math. I think that's the most important yeah. thing is to just respect Definitely. it. Respect what you're learning and think, okay, look, it's not probably not for me, but mm. it's probably for a lot of other people. And I'm going to have to deal with this in, in my life. So, I better know it and I better get used to it. It's part of the big picture. But still, yeah, mm. it's part of the big picture overall. So, I think as an engineer, you need to recognize that you will be uh, uncomfortable in some certain situations yeah, and areas exactly. of knowledge that you don't know and you're unexperienced in. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to recognize that you're unexperienced in those fields and improve on them. So yeah, I think, yeah. So that pretty much sums up where I first heard about engineering mm-hmm. and how I first got into engineering. And that's probably what made me choose it as well. So that's so awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So that's what I want to ask as well. So I pretty much just talked about my childhood and what it meant to me to be 
an engineer. So what does engineering mean to you, Dan? Not not just being an engineer, but engineering as a whole. I think engineering, like like I've said before, is to me uh, just a whole lot of problem solving. You know, finding more efficient, more just better ways to do things. I think there's a lot of things that can be improved yeah. in this world throughout everything, honestly. Not just, obviously, three engineering uh, majors, but there's like everything can be improved. There's always room for improvement everywhere. And there's so many things that we could be doing better in so many ways when it comes, you know, everything to the environment, to mm. like everything. There's always room it's for improvement. It's multifaceted. And it just needs people who want to solve those problems to really put their heads together and find answers that's really all it is yeah um so yeah I'm, I'm really passionate about like solving problems and leadership and helping other people get to where they want to be in life as well mm. that's why i've been doing a lot of club stuff because i just really enjoy helping people it's and, the whole point of podcast <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> just we want to get you know get the information out there so that people can learn I, i'm also really passionate actually about helping like high school students deciding what they want to do and like introducing them to engineering because a lot of them like i mean i didn't really know exactly what engineering was until i actually started uni yeah yeah i feel like i feel like once you actually start uni and you get into it and you're like hey look all these kids don't even know what engineering is yeah exactly let's introduce them to it and probably half the people there 50 percent of the students there would be really really interested in engineering and they just don't know it but yeah yeah 100 percent. like i've talked to even like if you're a high school kid out there and you're not really sure if you want to go into engineering, just remember both of us, we, you know, we barely made it in. Mm, yeah. But there's so much opportunity and potential. Like don't, don't ever think that just because you, you know, your grades aren't amazing that you won't be able to get somewhere in engineering mm. because it's more than just calculations. It's, yeah. it's a whole, it's, a, it's part, it goes into management. It goes into everything. Mm. definitely just give things a try because um, you never know you may really love it that's all mm. that's all it is just trying new things until you find something that sticks and yeah i've yeah i really i'm passionate about like mm. um yeah talking to students as well as helping you know mm. uni students like myself get connected talk to talk to people um mm. i think yeah i think that's it i think that's pretty much how i feel mm. about engineering as a whole i think it's definitely a bit of a management role yeah I mean, depending on what you're doing, obviously, but it's someone, mm. someone who knows how things works and is part of a team to help make things happen. Mm. Yeah, it's very true. There's, yeah. there's so, <laughs> there's so many things you can say to define engineering. I don't. There's, there's too many. Not enough time to put, put into words. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely not enough time in this episode, at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. What about you? Like, what does engineering mean to you? Um, pretty much essentially what you just said. <laughs> Engineering, yeah, is a range of ability and creativity to design solutions. So I feel like with engineering, you have such a big, broad range to attack problems with um, depending on your field of knowledge. And I feel like that's what makes it so interesting is that since engineering is so multifaceted, a team of engineers can literally change the world and has changed the world for generations um, and, and will to come as well. So I feel like... Yeah, definitely. Engineering to me is definitely something that is constantly evolving uh, it's always on the forefront of innovation. Not only that, but it's also applying old techniques as well, which I find really interesting. You know, it's that perfect combination between new and old, you know, so even even down to bridge building, down to structural buildings, you know, and things like that. It's all still old techniques, but yet modern techniques that are still being applied. So 
Mm. Yeah. Um, I also feel like it's yeah, it's an, it's an area that still needs to be improved upon as well. I feel like there's a lot of things that still need to be worked on, um, especially in the field of diversity, things like that. You know, we want to encourage diverse thought um, between individuals. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, um, while we're here, I want to give you guys the uh, Urban Dictionary definition of engineering. And it is uh, defined as an extremely hard course in university whereby the students of it have no life. There you go. There you Perfect. go, boys and girls. Yeah, that's what it really is, honestly. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what engineering means to me as a whole. Mm. Um, I don't want to just make it seem as if engineering is completely easy either. I've talked about some of the nitty-gritty parts of it. So that's what I want to ask you, Dan. What has been your biggest hurdle so far in engineering as a whole? So it could have been from the start, mm. um, what you can see in the future being the biggest hurdle, and what what is now the biggest hurdle? Yeah, so... I actually had no background of physics when I entered uni, so that really yeah. messed me around a bit. I had to start with engineering science from scratch, and I'm staring at all these letters, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? But that's when, like, you know, teaching yourself and being able to teach yourself sort of gets into it because I was able to, you know, push through. And mm. yeah, that was that was that that first part was really hard. Um, but once I got past that, I really like started to enjoy physics and stuff because, mm. like, it's so cool. Like yeah. being, knowing that you can solve problems using basic algebra, but you're being able to solve like really complex problems. I feel like the best, yeah. the, the best part about it, of it is recognizing how useful and handy it is once you get the right person who teaches it to you correctly. 100%. And that's, that's what's most important is, is, it, is, is how you approach it at the start. Mm. Because I feel like first impressions are everything with engineering. Definitely. Like if, if, you, if you just get confronted by something that's just completely out of your league, you're just going to be like, well, what is this? You're going to lose I'm passion straight it. away. I'm going to hate it for the rest of my life exactly. until I learn about it more. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think that was definitely the first year. That was a rough one. Mm. But after, yeah, it's really cool when you like... All the math subjects that we did, they all played a, played a role in the subjects leading after them. Mm. So all the maths and algebra and, you know, calculus that we did um, translated straight into all the other subjects, which is really cool because you, you're applying it now. And it's like, oh, this is actually what this is used for. I really, that, I thought that was really cool. Um, the hardest, definitely the, the hardest things to grasp for me were fluid mechanics. That was pretty rough. Just, I don't know why. It, it's still just physics, but it was just a really new thing for me hmm. i really it took me a while to really understand like how things work it's just it's just so different i don't know why i don't know what it is hmm. fluid mechanics is just one of those courses um that's just really hard everyone finds it hard it, it's just it's just like that hmm. um some of the math courses were pretty rough but only because like i've said before my physics and math space was very you know very weak before when i started for people who really like you know excel in maths when they start uni it's definitely much easier for them yeah um but yeah that's that's pretty much it I, I haven't found it super challenging it's definitely been a it's definitely been a challenge i'm not gonna say it's easy and i'm not gonna say it's the hardest thing ever. i mean okay yeah i'm gonna say it, it, it's the, one of the hardest things i've ever had to do in my life not that i'm you know that experienced but like it's it really makes you think you gotta put some work in otherwise you're not gonna get you know the result that you want but no, I've really enjoyed it. Mm. I would definitely encourage people to at least try and attempt some of these things in engineering and stuff. Mm. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, you know, tell yourself that it's too hard. Mm. Don't, don't count yourself out just because you don't have or you don't think you have what it takes because it's at least try it. Mm. Most of the courses you can attempt it for a few weeks before you can drop it out anyway. So just watch, you, yeah. a, just watch a YouTube video on Yeah, it. exactly. 
watch a documentary on it, um, learn what it's all about, and just gauge your decision from there. If you still don't get anything, just give it a whirl. Just do a trimester, give it a whirl. Shout out to the organic chemistry tutor on YouTube. That guy, <laughs> he he brought me a few, uh, brought me through a few subjects, man. Oh yeah, yeah, really good at physics. Let's see if we can get him on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that that's I, I definitely would encourage people to at mm. least attempt. Don't don't count yourself out before you even you know how to go. Mm. Yeah, very true. Uh, biggest hurdle so far for me, I feel would be have been or is fitting in at uni. Not but not in the social sense. Not in the sense that oh, am I gonna find people that like me? Mm. Like like that high school sort of. Mm. Am I gonna fit in? But in the sense of. Am I going to fit into engineering? Yeah, yeah. With the industry and stuff, right? Um, or just like as an engineer? Just as a whole, as an engineer, I think it comes down to that imposter syndrome thing where mm. it's like, do I really belong? Like, is, is this really something that I belong in? Is this, mm. is this what I'm going to slot into for the rest of my life? Like my grandfather, his whole life had been doing engineering and I'd heard him talk about it a little bit, but I always thought, you know, like he seemed like a really switched on guy. Am I capable of being like that? Yeah. And can I, am I able do to... Do I deserve this? Yeah, do I Do I deserve to be able to work in a field that's going to change people's lives forever? So much responsibility. There, there is a lot of responsibility and I, I keep thinking to myself, am I underqualified? Mm. Um, do I not know enough about one subject? Is this math that I'm struggling to hold and learn about, is that going to hold me back in the future? Yeah, and 100%. Like, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Is there any other easier way to get around that? So I think that, that's that been the biggest hurdle. Um, mm. But back to what you said, Dan, as well, just learning the math as well. Like back in high school and a regional school, I wasn't really exposed to those higher levels of math. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. It was definitely there and I probably should have pursued it. But at the time, you know, having all this other stuff on during year 11 and 12 going You, you wouldn't know that you needed it though. Yeah, You wouldn't exactly. know you, where we would be now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because I always thought, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to need that and later careers you know that's just that's just calculus i heard people doing it every single day and i'd, I'd see them outside the library studying and stuff where i thought oh, like yeah what a waste of time unless you want to be a physicist or you want to be an astronaut then yeah, yeah. go for it but other than that i'm not doing that so yeah why do i need that that's actually why i'm really passionate about telling school kids and you know mm. uh, high school kids about engineering stuff early because a lot of them may not realize how important that early education is to getting into uni and actually mm. how like it's not just getting into uni it's being able to get through uni stepping stones you, yeah think, you need yeah. that you need that basic understanding mm. of things to be able to move on to more advanced stuff yeah it's just having that extra feather in your hat and getting into that subject and mm. going oh i remember this from high school oh i remember that and i, I saw a lot of people doing that in the mm. first year and i saw a lot and i was just, i wish i was that person yeah <laughs> i just yeah. didn't yeah i was always there late back at the end of lectures just sitting there thinking oh, like this is just so difficult am i going to be able to do this you know like am i going to just let down everybody in my life yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. so i'd probably say that's 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 being my biggest hurdle is dealing with imposter syndrome getting in here and being like okay is this what it is for me eventually mm. you know third year rolls around and you're like okay i've only got two years left one year left i've made it this far and you look back at yourself look in the mirror and you're like wow okay this has been like a lot of fun like a lot of fun and you think okay i can definitely see myself doing this i've just picked up little skills along the way mm. yeah so uh, if you were a new student entering uni now or or a high school student thinking about moving into engineering what was what what are some tips that you like what are some tips you wish you'd known before you entered uni i would have known not to be so cocky <laughs> like literally i sat there in my final exam for one of my first trimesters and i was like 
oh, if I just fail it, I'll just get a supplementary. You know, mm. and that that's don't approach it with that attitude. Go yeah, in yeah. there, you're your own person now. Yeah. In high school, you come home, you know, you got a nice home to go back to and you can chill out. Uni, you're your own person mm. now. Some 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 people still live with their parents and some people still live with family and stuff. But if you're traveling for uni and obviously there's a lot of people, especially international students who get here, don't know anyone and it's up to them to mm. do everything themselves. It's up to you to go out and get textbooks, get paper, set up a desk, yeah. get a laptop, mm. get established, yeah. you know, it's your responsibility. You've got to take ultimate responsibility of oh. your own edu- education at this yeah, point. And yeah, and I'll say that's the biggest thing. So find some way, if you're in high school right now or if you're at the beginning of your uni degree, find some way that you can become more self-dependent. Yeah. For me, what I did yeah, in high definitely. school, I did Air Force Cadets, right? Mm. So like I was pretty much self-dependent all throughout high school. Yeah. You know, being able to be self-reliable is so, 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 so important. So important. Like as engineers, yes, we talk to people. Yes, we socialize. And yes, we bounce ideas off each other. But... At the end of the day, if you're in a scene where you can't talk to other people, you need to be able to be self-reliable and be able to look back in the mirror and be like, okay, yes, I've made that right decision. I know that I have made yeah. the right decision. Confidence is everything at the start, I feel. Yeah. You just got to be really, really, really confident in yourself as well. And uh, one more tip for new students, I would probably say talk to people. 100,000%. It's, it's really, really important in your first year to talk to people, see how they're going in subjects. But also, if they tell you how they're going in a subject, don't take it too much to heart. Yeah, everyone's different. You can't compare yourself to others. Everybody is different. Yeah. What I do is I get a bunch of ideas, so I get a bunch of viewpoints, you get an average, um, <laughs> a bunch of perspectives, and I write my own narrative about yeah. what that looks like in my head. I never base it off somebody else's viewpoint mm. unless you completely trust them or you or that person sees things the same as you do. Mm. That's what's extremely important. I couldn't stress that enough. Yeah. So yeah, they, they, those two tips would probably be my biggest hints. Uh, going well in your first year or if you're just coming out of high school or even if you're just in your second year now come out of your shell a bit mm. come and socialize definitely i know that online during covid you know we don't really have that opportunity but just to just even message someone yeah um that who's in your cohort and just ask them a question about you know an assignment or something like that just get that conversation started going mm. if you're not that social person yeah that's fine that's you, totally fine that's totally fine there's online forums you know you've got discord now mm. you've got everything yeah so yeah i think I think for me, I would say the the big things, like when I first started, the big things for me was getting a bit of a community, meeting meeting like-minded people in your course and making friends yeah, because those 100%. people will help you understand concepts mm. because they'll all have different aspects of like, they'll, the, their education will all be at different levels. So you'll be able to be like, hey, I'm really struggling with this in maths. Could you help explain this to me or something like that? And that really makes a huge difference having someone else who mm. you can just sit down with and they can explain it. Um, I would say that like like we were talking about before, mm. moving from school to uni is a big jump and you've got to really, like, like we we're saying, focus on being independent because lecturers mm. are not the same as teachers at school. Oh, no. You're, they're there to help you, to help give you the content mm. so you can teach yourself. You've got to learn how to take take control and teach things to yourself if you don't understand it. If you sit through a lecture and you don't understand it, you get the lecture, you go home, you get, revise it until you understand it. Mm. That's just how it is. I would suggest for people in high school, um, yeah, start learning subject, like start looking at basics, introducing yourself to subjects like physics and mm. maths early on. Things that, you know, see, see what engineers, like what first year engineering is like. If you've already signed up for uni or whatever, go look at the courses early. Mm. Scroll through them. See, see, get a basic knowledge of what's 
going to be involved mm. because it's always a lot easier to learn something when you've seen it once. Oh, Even yeah. if you haven't like been explained any of it. Yeah. You see the picture or something, for instance, on a slide. Mm. When you see it again, you're like, oh, I've already seen this before. Oh, and it'll click way faster. It makes yeah. a huge difference. I've, I've noticed that myself. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm. Especially if you're just starting off subjects and you know what subject you have Revise early. Even just look up the name of that subject on mm. YouTube. Yeah. Um, Anything helps. Just, just yeah. put yourself in there. Get some basic understanding. And read through the textbook before the course starts as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Definitely. Most of the time that does help. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest so the biggest things I guess for me would be getting a community early on makes mm. a huge difference. Actually, make friends with your lecturers. Make make friends with the people who are teaching you the content because you never know when that could come like come in handy. Like just being able to ask them, hey, you know, could you help help explain this to me? I I'm having trouble. Just being able to yeah that just having that sort of personal communication with someone who mm. wants to teach you is really important as well. Yeah. Um. That that's just like especially if your 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 peers don't know the answer to a question. Yeah. You Not can only go that, but I feel like yeah. if you become friends with your lecturer and your staff and educators, they will start to pick up on what your learning style is. Definitely. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And once they've picked up on that, they can go, oh, okay, I might be able to change how mm. I'm teaching to then suit their needs a bit more, and hopefully try and get that student to get mm. the understand the message that I'm trying to put across. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's yeah, super important. So yeah, community early exposure to topics is really important like i said before and i think they're the main things i think they're the biggest things i would say to new students who are entering mm. engineering and entering honestly any degree they're just you can apply that to anything yeah but those two are very important that will completely change oh also get get in um get in some clubs and stuff do some club activities if you can i i mean as engineers it's really hard to find time for some people especially oh, yeah. Yeah. it's not going to be like you can't be in like you know doing sports 24 mm. 7 finding that time to socialize you've got to well. yeah, yeah you've got to really schedule your time well yeah. um but get in get involved in some clubs at least mm. not doesn't have to be super involved but do something that way you can it'll help you with socializing and help you get help you meet more like-minded people especially like engineering clubs and stuff like that you'll you'll meet mm. other engineers who you may not have met and, you know, they'll be in third year. You might be in first year, you know. Get yeah. some tips from them. Talk to your peers. Yeah. Just meet people. Yeah. It'll definitely do it. We're not supposed to do this thing alone, you know. Yeah. We've got, you've got to have people with you to help you. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. And as an engineer, you'll be working with teams. You'll be working with mm. uh, people from other degrees, all solving one big problem. And mm. you need to learn how to work with people, no matter what it is. Super important. So, yeah. Definitely. That's what I would definitely, I'd say to first years and to high school students thinking about doing uni next year or in future yeah couldn't agree more yeah. on that 110 percent. that's really good mm. yeah okay we've talked about about what your background is dan uh where you first heard about engineering what made you choose engineering what it means to you and your biggest hurdle so far um ultimately let's wrap it up where do you see yourself going in engineering where do you want to be in the future and what field of engineering do you want to work in and mm. would you switch that field of engineering if the time comes that's a really good question. Um, I think I want to continue with where I'm going now in civil engineering. Don't, not really interested in changing majors. Mm. Um, I'm probably going to go into geotechnical. And I mean, honestly, as a civil engineer, you can go wherever you want. Mm. You can easily change. It's not, you know, rocket science. Do you know a few courses here and there and change like minors. Um, but I want to I definitely go into engineering, probably eventually go into management. That'd be really cool. I want to 
yeah, I want to, I think I want to own my own engineering firm at one point. I think, you know, owning my own business will be really cool. Give other people like opportunities that I've been given. Mm. I think business is a really good way to, you can, you can use your creativity more when you're in your own, in an environment that you are maintaining yourself i feel like does that I feel make like sense also too if you're confident in your own skills exactly and you own your own business and you're confident that you know you can do something well then you can just go for it you exactly. don't have to approach somebody else yeah, you don't need- and ask them about it you can just go for it mm. yourself and that's, i think yeah. that's the most important thing is if you have confidence in yourself that you can do it yeah just go for it I mean, confidence is so important even just putting yourself out there don't don't ever discount yourself just because you mm. don't think you're capable of something mm. if things you know you'll make mistakes but that's literally part of growing that's what you, you're going to have to make mistakes. Mm. That's, that's why in maths, when you make mistakes, you go back, you figure out the mistake you made and yeah. you correct it. That way you don't make that mistake again because every time that comes up, you're like, ah, oh, I did that last time. I'm not going to do that again. Exactly. Same with life, everything. Yeah. yeah Super important. Yeah. What about you? Like what, where do you want to see yourself? Say 10 years, where do you see yourself in engineering? Um, I see myself, so like I've discussed before, um, in my early childhood, I've always been obsessed with aviation um specifically the air force simply because it's just on the forefront of innovation um and i love that teamwork skills that you pick up during it so i see myself hopefully going to the air force straight after uni as an aeronautical engineer Mm. um hopefully working on either hornets or some other cool stuff cool stuff yeah Yeah, (laughs) yeah. it's pretty awesome hey as a civil engineer some of that mechanical stuff is pretty awesome i'm not i'm not discounting it like it's just awesome yeah, so I definitely see myself doing something like that. Um, going into aeronautical engineering, always wanted to do it. Um, I yeah. really, really want to go into it. I'm pretty confident that I can go into it. Yeah, 100%. And I can excel in it simply because of the fact that it's really team-based and communication-based. Um, after that five years slash six years experience, probably even more, really, really, really want to move into systems engineering, specifically in the Air Force as well. Um, really addicted with systems engineering. Mm. Love it. I love how you can look at something um, step back as a team look how you can improve it and just I, I'm, I'm a micromanagement obsessed could you person. could you quickly like, uh, define systems engineering for people who might not know so you've got the three majors of engineering the main majors you've got civil engineering mechanical engineering and electrical what is systems specifically in in, um, in your description of systems, systems engineering? i'll probably say the role of a systems engineer would be to identify all the interfaces that work together and find a way to find methods that agree with them um, and build upon those So like an overall, someone who connects all the dots almost. Um, yeah, steps back, looks at the system, sees what it's supposed to do, mm. find, finds out what's going wrong Holistic in that sort supply of line or that, that chain where things aren't going as well as they could be, mm. improve those links, um, bond those links together, make it all stronger as a whole. Um, and I think it's, it's just very, very teamwork-based and I really love teamwork-based. Yeah. Um, and I feel like with those people skills, you can get a team together that can accomplish anything basically as well. So I think, and systems engineer as well. I really want to get that experience first before going into it. I don't want to be a systems engineer as someone who doesn't have enough experience. Oh, that's so important. Makes improper decisions, impacts somebody else's life, specifically in aircraft as well. Yeah. Um, the liability is crazy. You, you, someone's life is in your hands and you're the one who's in charge of getting them home safely. Mm. I mean, ultimately the pilot is, but you know, the pilots operating your equipment. Yeah. So, yeah. And as a systems engineer, it'd be really interesting to see how you can improve those little links along the way. And mm. um, especially in Air Force, a lot of it's changing very, very frequently. It's very rapid. Yeah. Innovations um, like happen like crazy. 
Yeah, yeah. Especially in the past 10 years, I feel. Um, there's been a lot of new technologies which are mm. upgrading everything uh, at the moment. So, it'd be really interesting to work in that field. Mm. Engineering's got lots of that um, new technology coming out constantly. Yeah. Civil's got lots of it. Mechanical's got lots of it. Electrical's got lots of it. We're always learning new things and we're applying it to new, you know, and finding new ways to solve problems. And it's, that's actually really, like, honestly, a really big part of what I like and enjoy doing as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've just found a quick definition online that says, yes, yeah, systems engineering is the science of mastering interdependency and complexity. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, the, the relationships that each, uh, the relationship of each component of an aircraft, for instance, um yeah sort of or just communicating the ideas that you've acknowledged um and pinpointed to other engineers um and people within your team mm. and how to justify and correct those as well um after that so looking past 10 years mm. so looking past what you asked um i'd really love to so at the end of all of it really really love to start up my own flight school with a fleet of electrically powered aircraft or electric Dude, that aircraft sounds so cool um, simply because the fact that you know we're moving towards that big great leap of renewable energies mm, uh, electric definitely. aircraft is slowly coming to Australia at the current point in time there's a few companies down in South Australia who are doing that exact same thing I want to move it up more further north so Queensland yeah. to New South Wales um, that sort of area especially regional areas I mean like I've seen how much it had a big impact on me so if only I could influence yeah. those sort of people in the future that's really and awesome. with electric aircraft as well I mean it's, it's a lot more cheaper for students a lot more affordable for people who can't afford it mm. I'm not going to say that um, aircraft training is cheap, mm. especially at the moment with fuel. You know, I mean, you got uh, just the biggest cost comes from those hiring out the pilots to train the students. So, I think by removing that biggest factor, you can really benefit a lot from that. And that's ultimately where I want to go with everything yeah. in the end. Um, and being an engineer as well, I'll be able to apply a lot of those leadership skills and communication skills to my own life as well. So I can help benefit others around me. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a super awesome, dude. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're going to have to wrap it up, guys. There's a bit of an introduction about uh, myself and Jacob. We'll yeah. uh, see you in the next episode where we will be having a chat with who knows yeah it's gonna be really good <laughs> and we'll talk about some of those questions that we just asked each other as well mm, yeah um to engineers in the future uh, that way we gain a professional perspective professional perspective on things not just a third year student exactly point of view, right so. <laughs> with all that said if you enjoyed today's episode please guys don't forget to share this with your mates who also might benefit from these discussions as well and if you can just leave an honest rating or review on whichever platform you may be using just to show your support so with all that said You've been listening to the Engineering Buzzcast with Jacob and Dan. Until next time, see you in the next episode. See you in the next episode, guys. <laughs> the top job is that of the engineer. This requires a great amount of ability and training in mathematics. And you should have some courses. In